Um, I mean, at the end of the day, the Leafs never fail to entertain us. That's oh, one thing. Like, oh, I'll never, ever, ever. game. Yeah, no, they're, game. they're incapable. They're incapable of playing an uninteresting game. Very, very, I'd say once in the last, twice, maybe in the last six years, I've been like, what a snooze this game has been from start to finish. We've had that one Minnesota this year. Game? Like, yeah. Like, was really really boring but other yeah. than that exactly that's the only one everything else is blowing yeah. leads major comebacks shootout wins uh friggin highly real games. goals it's, it's right? just hat tricks the only thing we're missing yeah. is fights and hits and I, I i'd really like to see some more of that but maybe we'll get to that but sounds uh, like you're trying to explain in the next uh tracks on canada's wonderland <laughs> yeah really it's got it all, all baby yeah, yeah right Got it all. watch leaves hockey yeah. right i always think about that meme did you guys ever see um i think it was in the movie Step Brothers, and he's buddies on uh will ferrell's on a couch and he's sweating and he's like um what was it he says you know what i'm talking about he's like why are you sweating for and he's like i was watching leaps and he's like freaking <laughs> like sweats pouring down his face i'm like I feel yeah. you. I feel you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to yeah. wear a heart rate monitor someday when I'm watching one of these games. I'm going to save it oh, for the playoffs, yeah, probably. That's a good idea. Yeah, Just maybe definitely. I'll try it with my Apple Watch. That would work. That, that would work. Yeah. Apple Watch. Yeah. yeah. But we're going to get into some topics on this one. Obviously, we'll <laughs> talk about the game. We're, we we want to talk about the goaltending, clearly. Uh, we're, we want to focus on the refs as well. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Gross. Um, and, and I don't get into that very often, but yeah, this one is deserving. If Matthews is mad, then I mean, I'm mad. If Matthews is happy, I'm happy. So, yeah, uh, yeah no, there's lots to talk about. We'll maybe get into a bit of trade deadline chat and uh, some other stuff in around the league. So, yeah, all good, folks. Uh, welcome to uh, episode 16 of the 16. DSC podcast. And you got the OG crew back, the originals. Uh, Kylie Mern there on Sorry, the left. Patty. Mr. Uh, Chad Newman there on the bottom. Uh, Patty, yeah, we put him out to pasture. He's, uh, he's <laughs> cheering for the Habs now, I think, last time I heard. Anyway, guys, titter-tatter, let's get at her. Will he be? Will he be what we think he is? Oh yeah, we can actually. Well, he was. After if you want. He was brought in, like Tavares was brought in, like, hey, you know that role he had in the Islanders? Well, we have Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, so you're not going to be that anymore. That's true. Can you do this? Yep. Can you change your game and still be relevant? Oh, and then we'll put the big old C on your chest. I, I mean, mean, and he's still. What I've seen game. from him tonight was. He's moldable. Exactly what we've wanted. That's hard to find. He yeah. can adapt. Hundred percent. And I so can't anyway. blame his like recent, we'll say, lack of production because he mm -hmm. had lots of it. It's just yeah. whether they've been goals or just assists or even secondary assists, they've been production. He's yeah, been that line up. was uh, pretty flat. They were just not gelling tonight, though. Yeah. Well, it's gone all over and I don't know tonight. if it's because did you guys see the list of uh, teams? Um, scouts that were at our game? Tonight? I say our game, <laughs> like we were strapped out, like they had our skates that strapped line's on coming. But yeah, did you see that? There was no, like seven not. or eight different teams. Yeah, I'm, I've seen the tweet. I mean, Arizona's in town too, it. right? Everybody's looking at no, Arizona. But it was reported today by, God, I don't know, too many people I follow. But anyway, it was reported by somebody in the sports world that our biggest chip, according to 
like as general managers around a league is uh, Kerfoot. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd have that's no issue big, moving Whether Kerfoot. or not that's going to be moved. Yeah, whether or not I, he's going to move them, but that's our biggest trade piece right now. I'd have no issue moving Kerfoot because until the third period, you know who the most noticeable player on the ice was, at least for me? Nick Robertson. Nick Robertson. By a country mile, too. Like, it wasn't even close. Willie looked decent. Willie had some good rushes. Uh, But Robertson was all over. And and, and making... It's always Robertson. Making patient plays, making smart passes. Man, Uh, he was hitting people left, right, and center. I was like... If Kerfoot got to be the guy to go out, I got no issues with a with a Willie Robertson, JT second line. I think it's I think it's a beautiful line. They just need some time. I think um, I yep. think it was. I think he's he's almost there, oh. and I think that almost is just lack of practice. Honestly, in that yeah, in this in the league. Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, geez, I thought he got hurt again the other night. I was like, oh fuck yeah. no, please, like don't don't be your yeah. knee. And it was his goddamn knee, but thankfully he's yeah. okay. No. But I guess everybody's hearts were up in their throats. I think he'd play with one leg right now if if he had to. <laughs> yeah, he's, well, he's yeah. Like and they're on crutches, right? Yeah. Remember when, when we had when we had Croc on the on the on the, the podcast, which by the way is an awesome mm-hmm. episode if anybody's listening. But we had Todd Crocker on. We asked him about uh, about. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say Nick Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's about Robertson, and uh, and he's and Half his his immediate response was if i had the focus at in in my life at any if i if i had the focus of of robertson at, at any point in my life at anything i'd probably have landed a rocket on the moon by now he's that focused and it's so easy to see yeah. right like i mean we haven't yeah. we haven't seen this kid accomplish anything yet yet we all still love him like what is like i clearly he's 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 a he's a good fit and it's not the kind of guy you want to trade like if they trade nick robertson they better be making. Yeah. They better be getting Patrick Kane and yeah, well, and Mark Andre Fleury, and yeah. and and the boys retaining like all their salary. Like it's got to be. Like I just want to keep the kid, right? I like him. Well, the I good like him thing a lot. is, I don't mean to interrupt you there, but yeah, speaking of him, and we haven't got to see a whole lot of him because unfortunately he has been kind of plagued with injuries. Um, but I don't know if it's helping his case. But with his brother tearing it up in Dallas. And reports of before they were drafted, I remember reading articles comparing the two, and Nick was always meant to be the better goal scorer. Um, and it's just, like I said, we haven't got to see much of that. So I don't know if, like, seeing his brother tearing it up maybe raises his little his value a little bit too because you could that potential is there. But the only thing is his size. Yeah. But then I – it's so funny because the other day, yesterday – I'm out, YouTube is always on at my house and especially watching like Steve Dangle videos and podcasts and anyway, random stuff comes on after. So it happened to be a video of Theo Fleury, of all people, his career highlights. And I was, I, I, I guess during that era, I just don't remember it much, but he was so tiny compared to everybody. And that gives oh, me yeah, kind of hope because Nick Robertson, like seeing those, those highlights and I was like, holy shit, I kind of see Nick Robertson in him. Like the same tenacity almost in their game. Yeah. Now, I mean, yeah. Theo Fleury was a savage, but Nick got yeah, that, that is... same go getter, you know, drive, we'll say. Yeah. Well, like high when, energy. When, yes. When he skates, and I'm talking about Robertson, when Robertson skates, like it's 110% every stride. Like, like, like he just digs in. If he's back checking, forward checking, it doesn't matter if he's skating he's to everywhere. the bench. 
right? He's just, yeah. he's all in. Full sprint, yeah. And, and I love Kinda that. Kind of like Ilya Mikheyev. Like, there's no slow. It's just 100. Two gears, like, yeah. constantly. Yeah, like, yeah. it's I, either I, stopped or, or go. I love yeah. our team. I do. I, I love I love the core in particular. They're great players. I mean, you, you can't watch this team and not enjoy Matthews, Mariner, Nylander. It's impossible. However, I mean, those guys do lack that, that, that drive, that energy, that... I feel like I we've know. seen it tonight, though. There was glimpses okay. of it. There, there was glimpses and of it, yeah. That's what was so is almost so frustrating is they didn't deserve to win that game. Yeah. No, you played oh, one period, gosh. and that's that's your weakness. You guys play one, maybe maybe one and a half periods a game. It's it's not acceptable, and I feel like tonight I don't know if it's because I mean you got a rookie goalie behind you, and I mean if if you guys think back to when. Um, Wall played his first couple games. They played the same. They played really, really well in front of them. I don't know. I guess just trying to pull out that win or whatever the case may be. But they, I don't know. There well, was can, a little. I can tell you this. If that's the case, then they should keep the string of rookies coming because. Literally. The that's the what me and Adam were saying. The goaltending we've been watching is by far, and I mean by far, the worst goaltending I've seen <laughs> in my time as a Leafs fan. I mean, it's, oh, not, it's not even close. I mean, tonight. Well, Tosklov was pretty bad, though. T not as bad as oh, tonight. Yeah, that was... Tonight might have been the worst goaltending I've ever. <laughs> like, like I said in our, in our group chat, I was like, three of those goals, Mrazek wasn't even in the crease. Well, one he was, but he was lying on his stomach with no stick, right? Partially yeah. in the crease. Literally crawling like a freaking infant, trying to like squabble over and get it. And then, and then he throws the stick. Like if you would have just held on to the thing, you probably would have been able to swipe at the puck. It was, it was, it was, it was, and everyone, he was, was he was outside the crease by at least what, eight feet. I, I, I it was, it was, it was so bad. Like, like empty nets, li literal empty nets, like nothing in front of four by six for three goals. Right. It All I had to do was lift was the puck. Terrible. And then the other two were completely wide open. I was just, I was so gobsmacked by that. The very first goal he let in actually in, in the pregame. When they shone, when they shone, this is in the pregame, all right? They shines the camera over on the, the, the emergency yeah. call-up rookie goaltender. I looks at my wife and says, he's playing tonight. She's like, what do you mean? He's on the bench. I'm saying, no, no he's playing. And, I, and, I, and when he let in that first goal, I said, oh, yeah, it's coming. It's coming because that yeah. was the yeah. worst rebound in the history of the NHL. No, I mean, not in the history, but it, it's that, like that rebound, to, for him to block her that in – into not even into the slot just lay it down in the crease yeah. i was i was just like what are you doing i could have i could have like i said like i said in our group chat i'm not a goaltender or a hockey player i could have tended goal better than Mrazic did in the first period 100 percent on skates that you can't even skate in yeah you would do a better it's a growing better problem it's and tonight and we just saw the worst of it like Every game I'm watching, I'm like, okay, maybe the goaltending slump is, you know, they'll have a good game, but it's worse and it keeps getting worse. It's like the nightmare coming into April. You don't want to lose all goaltending and we've lost like all of it. And I mean, I mean well, it came out today, obviously, as you guys know, Jack Campbell has a wrist, a wrist, my goodness. <laughs> what am I saying? A rib injury. I don't know where I got wrists to. Um, and I don't know if you guys remember what game was it? And he took a shot. Was that last game? took a shot like almost right to the right to the crest and he just toppled over and I was like "Ooh, that didn't look good so I don't know if it just happened to be because he said he'd had it for a while so I don't know if it was and then someone also mentioned on Twitter or, or Facebook I forget um that he hasn't been himself himself since Marcus Felino ran into him that time a couple geez that was probably a month or more ago now at least yeah. no it was longer than that 
And so, I mean, he could have very well hurt his ribs. So are you then, saying that are you saying are you saying the two Felinos screwed us in the same calendar year? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't say it's not the same calendar year. Oh, that's but right. Same in twelve months span. <laughs> in the last twelve months, yes. <laughs> but yes, potentially. Yeah. Mm. Um, I remember, like, I hurt my ribs a while ago at work. I slipped, and it was probably one of the worst pains of my life. So. Yeah. I can only imagine. And if no, you're a goalie, because nice. there was a goal he let in last game and he didn't even try. Like it was a, a two on one. And of course it was a pass right in front of the crease. And he didn't even try to get over. And, and I'm like, I just like, he, he give up. Yeah. And then me, that came like, out today. It's really weird because Campbell looks like on all those goals he's letting in, he always looks like he's in position to make the save. And it's just like, he's like Swiss cheese. It's like the puck just goes through him. Like I just, it's I'm like, like, he's had the worst luck. What really is what luck? Nah, it's. They're, they're I know, just... but I mean, I am. I'm is not someone who's blames it on a goaltending, and I don't know if I've said it to you guys, but I've been vocal about it on every other social media platform. It's not only the goalies. There's five people yeah. on the ice. However, tonight's game was okay. I mean, that that was on Morazic, hundred percent. That was on Morazic. Um, however, a lot of the goals in the last, we'll say, six eight games was complete trash goaltending. Goalies let out to drive, odd man rushes, fucking two on ones on power plays. Like, you know, there's just zero just battles in front of them. That is killing zero. Me. Exactly. No, yeah. nothing. Like tonight, we actually see Mitch Marner right for laying out people. Yes. Jeez, there was, I've, yeah. I think it was Matthew lost. Tyler Bush hit tonight, too. Man, and last game. But I think that Marner hit was what really like woke the team up because after that, it was just like, whoo. But anyway, I didn't mean, I know you were just going to say something, Ryan, about that. But yeah. No, uh, all I I'm was, impressed. I, was I, say, I liked it. What I was going to say on, on the Mrazic front was that if you would have told me seven months ago that Peter Mrazic was going to be this bad, I would have said, you're out of your mind. There's there's no yeah. way an experienced goaltender at his level who've played on good teams, bad teams, he's always been a reputable kind of he, – he, he's been a starter. He's been an NHL starter and was brought into Toronto to possibly be that. If you would have told yeah. me he was going to be this bad, like, I mean, like AHL, not even AHL, if you had that kind of performance in AHL, you, you get lit up too. Like, um, he's just bad. bad. I, so the question is, what do you guys think? Who's starting for the Heritage Classic? Well, I start the rookie, and it's not even close. I would too. It's not yeah, even So I looked close. up. I looked up the whole Justin, Justin, what is up with me tonight? Joseph Wall situation. Cause Adam's like, where's Wall? Where's Wall? Like, why is it? Who's this yeah. Calgary kid? Like, I was like, but he might play it for the Growlers. Like, I have no idea who this kid is. So of course I'm like searching it up. This was kind of as Maratzik was shit in the bed. Cause I knew it was coming. So, um, funny enough, I tweeted this. So I don't know if you guys seen it. He was actually drafted in 2015 by the Arizona Coyotes Eric Calgary mm -hmm. was. I don't know how they said it. I just they, they call it Shalgren, like like, like Shalgren, like yeah. yeah, same like Skilling Skillington or whatever his name is. Yeah, Killington. He got a weird name too. Um, but anyway, yeah. So he was drafted by them, but he was never signed by them. And we signed him this year as a free agent. So that was a little bit, I guess, bittersweet for him tonight to not only get his first NHL game, but to get against the team that drafted him. But however, um, I was going to say something else, and now I forget. Oh, I was going to ask you guys. Yeah, who do you think is going to start? And then we were talking about Wall. That's what it was. Okay, so yeah. I I thought maybe he was. Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. Good recover. Um, right? I was like, where did I go? Like, right what was I going middle. at? Oh, yeah, Wall. Um, so he, 
I just I remembered the draft thing from when I was searching up just, Wall just, and him, and I'm going. like, oh right. Just, just keep going. Give her. <laughs> um, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Wall, because I'm like, is he hurt? Like, why, why, why is this guy up? So he played two days ago for the Marlies, and two of them have almost uh, exactly the same save percentages. So I guess maybe they were just like, hey, Wall, you had your chance. Let's give this guy a chance to see how he does. Or maybe I thought give him more starts. Was... Maybe like if he's who knows? if he's getting a season and this guy's probably sitting, they probably never expected him to play yeah, tonight. And and maybe when they, they called taxi, Wall was in the shower and and Shawgren was ready to go. I mean, that's true. Who knows? It, it re- yeah. And at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter because uh, everybody on the Leafs management team didn't expect that guy to play tonight. Everybody who watched the game certainly did. So uh, anyway let's let's move on from that Shalgren conversation and let's talk about the fact that the kid had his very first ever nhl win stolen from him kylie i'll let you lead in kylie because i know this is one you love well i I don't endorse this conversation hardly ever hardly ever in my life normally normally i shut this shit down but you can go no because it was ridiculous and i don't know if you guys caught the edmonton game last night because there was nothing on last night so we were watching that game and mm-hmm. I'm telling you, boss, it was. Hyman got hacked by Ovi. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. And then that tonight, well, first of all, John Tavares was literally like spun around and like pretzeled up by two defensemen or two people. I think it was two. If not, it was at least one. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember bad, it was. It's, it looked like miss. two people because he spun around so many times. And then on the Matthews non call, like, what? How. Yeah, bun- As bunting, a fan, bunting was I mean, down twice too. Yeah. Yes, there was a call. Well, I mean, this was just that's just an overtime. I yeah. mean, there was so many, so many, so many missed calls. Sure, there was barely. I would guess there was maybe fifteen whistles that whole entire game, and that's that's on the high side. Maybe let's say yeah. ten whistles. Yeah, I don't even besides know besides the doing obvious there, but... <clears throat> Pound hockey, man. It was it was really really bad, and then to see Matthews give it to the ref after that beautiful oh, yeah. and then apparently I, I seen on twitter that john tafaris had a lengthy conversation with the ref as well because i mean there's nothing you can do about it now but you literally just fucked us out of a game we yeah, just I mean, lost because of that yeah, yeah I, it's Matthews just... could not get about get back it was a two-on-one this guy literally held him back and then like kind of sprung off him and got the speed it was and so in... good to see matthews get so passionate and i hope Me i too. hope he takes the fine in his post-game press conference because he can afford it I oh, hope I he unloads because that is such a load. That is a such a load for that team to battle back and give the fans in, in that stadium that kind of show. And to, to, to I mean, it's, this game is all about entertainment value and everything else. And, and for them to screw up what should have been a storyline, your first win for a kid coming up from – like, it's amazing that these guys get to keep their jobs. It really is. And, and all this on the back of, if you're, if you follow our podcast at all, you look back episode 15, just released a couple of days ago was the Paul Dvorsky episode. And we talk in length with Paul about accountability and the refs being held accountable and who they're accountable to, because they're accountable to people like Paul Dvorsky, you know, supervisors who watch these games and, 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 and talk to these guys after their games. And I don't see how you can watch that game as a retired NHL official, Stevie Wacom is there. He's in charge of the whole works of it in New York. How he can look at that and say, "No, no, we're doing a good job. We're doing, a, we're doing a good it job." Was, this is like they completely my word for blew it, the disgusting. game. 
Yeah, it, it's 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 embarrassing for fans. It's got to be embarrassing for the ref when 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 he when the, when the ref made the signal towards the net for that final goal and Matthews laid into him. He didn't even look up. He didn't. No, even he didn't even turn his, his head. Eyes. Right. Didn't even turn his head. And I'm like, I, I have the numbers here actually for uh, Mr. Matthews. He's 399th in the league with penalties drawn. Mr. McDavid is first. Go figure. Um, so he has drawn. Do you want to make a guess? Do you guys want to guess? Six penalties. <laughs> I don't know. It feels I like swear six. swear to God, it's six. It's six. I swear well, to God. Yeah. Are you kidding? He's drawn six penalties this year. <laughs> By six I was, penalties. I, I was trying to be... I was trying to exaggerate for uh, for effect, folks. Uh, to no. say six, six would be ridiculous, and in actual fact, it's six. So uh, there you go. Um, oh, so Connor McDavid has drawn thirty-four. Oh wait, no, sorry. I mean, he's just thirty-four penalties drawn behind Connor McDavid. So yeah. Connor McDavid has forty, I guess. But that how, right? how many of Bunting drawn? <laughs> I'd love to see yeah. that. It's just a tweet here. I wonder how I, I wonder. Because I get that. Time. Bunting got hauled down a couple of times, but he embellished on both of them. Keith said, you guys all saw that. You don't need me to say anything. Yeah. No, you do. You Keith. can't say anything because the man will take, get fucking. Yeah. Fine. yeah, but you should be allowed to at this point. You just, yeah. like, all I know that, is that you know That's how if I've done such a bad right? I was just going to say, if I've done such a bad job, such a bad job at my job my boss would call me out like technically no, if you did that bad work. of a job carly with millions of dollars on the line i mean all them people paid hundreds of dollars to come into that stadium to watch that and 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 it's your Disgusting. job to make sure that they at least watch something fair and that's what happens in overtime you'd be fired tomorrow you'd be fired you oh, not even tomorrow you you wouldn't even get your skates off you know if that was your job right so i don't understand I, I, and I'll never fully understand it because I get it. Sometimes the fans are extra hard on refs and we all have our turns at it because we're totally biased. But then you see something like that, that literally affects no. a young kid who's we just weren't. getting started. He got his first opportunity to skate off the ice with a win for a team and a big third period comeback where he made a couple of 10 bellers. I mean, like they mentioned halfway through the third are like, okay, but Shalgren hasn't really been tested. And that was true at that point. It was like, you know, the team did played well in front of him. But then when he was mm -hmm. when he needed to make those couple of big saves coming across, they were beauties. You know, he should have walked away with that game. Uh, should at least have even had him in that position to begin with. No, of course not. But anyway, that's where we but, were in the third period. Yeah. You know? We were down four to one. We came back soon as that kid came in. I don't think there was a shot for at least. I think they got one and then within like a couple minutes. But then there wasn't one for six, seven, eight minutes, maybe. And we come back, we tie it up, only to get screwed over by the refs. Like, it's literally, it's poetic at this point. Like, it's just, it's... No, it'd be poetic if Mick Richards not one the overtime goal. Yeah, that would, have been, that would have been just beautiful. But, Kessel. I mean, well, every other, every other not uh, ex-Leaf pretty much got a point. So, Kessel got an assist, and then we had the other two with goals, and then the only one who didn't get one was Richie. Poor Richie. He probably got an assist somewhere. Who knows? I'm just rotted. I'm really mad. Cause I think Sheldon Keefe should have said something. I think he should, too. Yeah, I'm trying too. to find some quotes to you see know if, like, I think that's or... what happens on ice. You know, they don't react enough. They don't have enough to back it up. Stand up for your goddamn team. Good, like, say something. A good switch up. Um... 
Yeah, that's not. Sheldon Keefe says he was thinking of pulling Morassic at two nothing, but went for the challenge instead. That was so bad too. We never even talked about that. So yeah, that I, someone had the rules. I thought it was really stupid because I was like, man, he was clearly onside. However, when you're crossing the blue line, the the plane they call it, you have to be in possession of the puck. He completely let go of the puck as he was crossing the blue line and then picked it back up again. So essentially, no, you weren't in possession of the puck. So I, I think it should have been. I, at, uh, at first, I was like, no, this is really stupid. And then I seen the actual rule. Somebody had it posted, yeah. and I'm like, actually. It's true. He wasn't in possession of the puck. No, however, isn't, isn't in control of the puck the rule? That's what they said on the broadcast. Or maybe yeah, in control. Maybe that's the word. Because but you know I what I mean? He, he wasn't was in control, control of it. Uh, I don't know, man. He took that puck. I mean, he was skating backwards, but he took the I pass know. It's clean. kind of 50-50, honestly, because mm. it, it could go either way. It depends on what your definition of control is, right? Yeah. And everybody's oh, well, this is just it. Different, I had so. no issue with the goal. I looked at it. I was like, it's yeah, just no. like the kicking motion. If, if Put it this way. If that was the Leafs and that goal got called back, I'd be pissed. So, uh, yeah. It's true. So I had no real issue with with, with that with that. Uh, what I had the issue with is Morazic, and we already talked. We beat that to death. Uh, but I think we need to move on from this game, both from a, a podcasting standpoint and emotionally, because it's it's brutal. We do need to talk about the impending trade deadline. So again, seven months ago, if you had told me that come trade deadline, our biggest concern would be goaltending, and I don't give a shit what Kyle Dubas is saying in the media. His biggest concern tonight while he's trying to get to sleep is goaltending, right? Um, what do we do? I mean, you, you you simply can't go out and get a number one goaltender. And like they said on the broadcast tonight, GMs are not going to be looking to throw you a life preserver at this point. They're going to be throwing you an anchor. So if you want to pick up a, let's say, I mean, Flurry's name has been tossed around a ton because he's clearly available and clearly uh, would be a bona fide number one goaltender. But what in the name of the Lord are you going to give up for a rental goalie at this point? And I mean, Flurry is freaking, I mean, he's Flurry. He won the Vesna last year. However, look at the teams he's played behind. And then you look at, let's just say, Chicago this year. I mean, he's done really good in Chicago. He's also done really, really bad in Chicago. So I don't know if he would be our Hail Mary, like the one who's going to save well, it. to me, they got to do because something because look, right now... Freddie Anderson, our, for example, that our, just proves it. Well, there, but see, the thing is, right now in the NHL, there's probably 50 goalies no, that are better than the two we have. No joke. I mean, like we're talking like 880s save percentage. We have one of the worst save percentages in the league in the last since, month. Since like forever. Since the, since the All-Star it's break. really bad. It, yeah, it's, it's really bad. So, I mean, Dubas can't simply do nothing. He has to do something. Or, or or you bring up the rookies and let them play and see if you can get some Matt Murray magic going where you got a hot young goalie heading into the playoffs and then just ride it out. I mean, hope for the best. Oh, you never know. Man. You might hit and that they, miracle. I may see another wasted year in the quest on a gamble. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I agree I with you. I mean, you, you can't overpay either. Um, oh. If that's your only option, that's your only option. But. I mean, Varlamov. Yeah, he said he I didn't mean, want to come. Where? The Oilers, wasn't it? No, I thought that was Toronto. Maybe it was the Oilers. I've seen somebody talking about how he specifically said he was not trading. No, he said the whatever. Oilers 100%. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. And that's no I did surprise. hear him talking about it today on Overdrive. So I just, like, I wasn't really 
watching it. It's more or less just in the background. <laughs> that's that's not so a big shock. I to thought everyone believes. I heard I heard yesterday the Easter Bunny doesn't even want to visit the Oilers. They're that bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are actually terrible. Yeah. I mean. You got. I seen a tweet the other day about how they got. I forget. I forget the dollar figure, but I want to say like twenty million, give or take. Uh, next year, locked up in like Barry. I don't know. I forget the names because obviously I don't know all their players. Sure, there was like a bunch of like freaking mediocre players, and they were saying how oh good teams don't waste cap dollars on such shitty players and blah blah blah. And I'm like, there's more than just that. That needs like they keep talking about players, but they need goaltending. Just like we do. Then again, they probably need defense, just like we do. I don't know. Funny, funny thing is, right now the, the Oilers have better goaltending than we do. At this point, I was. That's why I was like, actually, yeah. never mind. <laughs> it, that's the scary part, right? Like, I mean, like, yeah. so if you're Dubas, you're looking at this, you're like, well, holy crap, I did not see this one coming. Did you see and, him during and the I, game. Yeah, I know. I don't blame Dubas for any of this. Like, clearly, whatever happened with Jack Campbell, that he's done. His goose is cooked, I, I, and I I've been waiting for him to just come around. Wait, and he's he's getting worse. Like he he, he yeah. just it just seems like he had, it, whatever whatever confidence he has. Remember, I, I can't remember which podcast it was. It was a long time ago, and the four of us were on, and Patty was talking about Camel, and Patty's like, I I have I have so much confidence in that guy. I would trust him in any situation, and we were all like, yes, absolutely. And right now, it couldn't be any further from the truth. Like I wouldn't trust him in a game of pond hockey. You know what I mean? Like, it's just whatever confidence he had is gone. It's just poof, disappeared. You know, and it's so sad to see because he was just lights out for part of this year. You know? I, I still like think he can do it, but player. I just don't know. No. I was going to say, I feel like he's the type of player that probably, well, we already know that he's the type of player that obviously gets in his own head. And then there might have been like a couple games where our defense just, you know, didn't play and some squeakers like got let in whatever his confidence got shook because mm -hmm. of maybe like you know a bad game and then it just kind of snowballed yeah. and it just got worse and it got worse and it got worse and i mean i will say the, the last game he played i felt like his luck looked a little bit better there was like a hit the post once when really like maybe a week ago it would have went in like i felt like okay maybe yeah. it's turned around because i do feel like hockey is a lot of luck sometimes when it comes to posts and, and whatnot and fucking refs, but <laughs> I'm cursing on this yeah, one tonight, Ryan. Okay. I have to put explicit yeah, control in the that. title. Explicit content, um, check. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Not, not made for kids, check. Um, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just... Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's yeah, shift gears here because, like I said, uh, I know the people who are watching this are watching for our game reaction, which is fine. Uh, but we got to throw some love out, too, because while tonight is kind of like... Ugh, kind of gross and it's not even on our players at this point the first two periods were we discussed that but um we got to throw some love out because we've had some guys really stepping up lately and first i want to get you guys talking about michael bunting because i had no i mean i thought he was going to be a, a, a viable replacement well i mean everyone thought nick ritchie was going to be the, the replacement for zach hyman that was clearly the plan and yep. that clearly did not work out and bunting kind of just they were like, oh, I guess we'll try that guy. And holy crap, in my opinion, I'll give you my, 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 my hot, not even hot take, my Coles notes opinion of the guy. He's he's a better, he's a more skilled player than Zach Hyman when it comes to his handling of the puck. He's 100% greasier than Hyman will ever be. He's just, he's just a disrespectful little shit to the other yeah. team, and I love it. 
and uh, and I I I really think he's a, he's as he's a comparable player to Hyman when it comes to puck retrieval. He picked a puck up a million times tonight in the corner yeah. and brought it out and yeah. turned it into something else. He comes out with it every time. Yeah, we were talking oh, yeah. about speed. that earlier too. That's speed. I want to hear your guys' take on, on what you've seen certainly recently. The kid is just one of the top young players in NHL right now. Absolutely, yeah. just absolutely driven, and like earn like he's he's just mainstay on that top line. You can't even take him off if you wanted to. No, no, nah, he's never a gem. Up now. Thank Once you, they Mr. Went on a Huge cold streak. Yeah, like that was. I mean, he left money on the table for other teams to come home. Looking yep. at you, Johnny. Um, but. I'm just looking at his points right now. Hold on. So in 57 games played, so I don't know how many games we have played total because this may or may not be updated from tonight. 20 goals, 26 assists for 46 points. Nuts. He He's a plus 19, 38 penalty minutes, two game-winning goals. I mean, <laughs> like, hello, rookie, our rookie yep. of the year. I mean, people are saying – how like i said i think i said it to you guys the other day that like oh because of his age he shouldn't win and blah 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 but like i feel like at his age he's doing it what he's doing what kids are doing so like i mean when i was 26 i definitely wouldn't be the same as i would at 22 like Rookies i don't know shouldn't that be like a, a notch against uh, like for him and not against Listen, him i don't know either you're a rookie just or you're opinion. not a rookie right are you a rookie <laughs> and, or you're not a rookie? in gary he's bettman's a classification he's a rookie no. Just like, uh, what's this, uh, Nadeljevic or whatever his name is, which by the way, did you guys see the goal he let in tonight? And like he did uh -huh. it to himself. Okay. So the puck uh -huh. was bouncing. You have to, you have to go find this. Like anyone listening oh, and you I'll didn't see, see this, go find the clip. Um, so the puck must've been iced down or whatever, but it was bouncing. So he took his goalie stick with one hand and he tried to just whoop, swipe it out of the way. But I guess he, he hit it with the heel right on the heel of his, of his stick as it was bouncing and it bounced boop, right between his legs oh, in the net. Bad. So it was Minnesota versus Detroit. If anybody's wondering, go find that clip. Cause I'll be watching that. made me feel better. It made me feel better. Cause this was while Morazic yeah. was like, you know, shit in the bed and I'm on Twitter and I'm just like, you know, poisoned. And I see that and I'm just like, mm, okay. <laughs> Cause this kid's supposed to be like up for the collar too. So, and well, I also, need to turn on the TV also, and see something to make me happier right now. You need to see that. So also, in regards to we're talking about award winners, um, tonight, Mr. Shesterkin was pulled after four goals allowed because wow. that's Matthew's biggest uh, competition right now. Uh, Austin Matthews, 37 goals in a 38-game span are the most by a Leafs forever player since Babe Die in 1924-25. Wow. Nice. Wow, yeah. I do. That, that, that was my next sh share some love. Because... Yeah, I had to. I had to, I had to <sighs> tangent into that. Oh, absolutely. And a good segue because, like, for, for a while now, um, pe people, people have been fairly slow, actually, considering how hot – Maple Leafs fans get under the collar, but everything. They've been very slow to anoint Matthews as the greatest Leaf of all time. It was kind of on the tips of people's tongues. It was kind of like tossed around a little, but it never got traction on social media in the last two or three years. But this year, I mean, even if you take opinions out of it, just forget about your opinion for a minute and just look at all the records the kid is breaking. He's breaking records that are 100 years old for, for a franchise, right? I just, he's 24 yep. years old. 
Like I look at him, I'm like, he's 24. How good is he going to be when he's 28? You know, and got to put six more pounds of muscle on, and 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 he's bitter because he haven't won a cup yet. You know, how, how much better is he going to be? You know? Adam calls it the man bear prime. I thought he was calling it man beard, but it's he says man beer prime, like big man, right? Because he's like, like and I guess you guys can relate. No, but like, let's just say from ages of 24 to let's say even 28, that's the ages yeah. you're using, you filled out more, you became a man. Like, you know, oh, you, there's a difference between a boy there, and right? a man. Yeah, like, and there's a difference where one day you don't have that little boy face anymore, you're a man. And yep. I don't know, you just fill out you get a beer gut i don't know it's just that's what he calls it and uh so we always talk about that like what is he gonna be like when he's in his man bear prime well if he starts getting like, physical if he starts when he seems to be getting if, every single year he's getting a little bit more physical if he starts actually throwing his body around in the corners man he's gonna be legitimately well he's already unstoppable he's gonna be he's gonna be the yeah. best player in the league and he's very close to that right now like if you were if again i always said I, this is my famous thing if you if if you were to tell me, I always start a lot of those sentences because I'm always wrong. But like I said, if you were to tell me that, that Matthews would be in the conversation as best player in the NHL at this point in the season in a league that Connor McDavid is in, I'd say you're out of your mind. I figured McDavid would have a point lead on him now by like 60 points. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's no disrespect to Matthews. Yeah. I just I just think that the, that the kid is yeah. still haven't reached his potential yet. And that is, that's, that's I mean, scary. <clears throat> scary. It can be- he could have an Ovi type career. Like he can be going at this age, chasing goals. Yeah. Why I, not? I agree. Take care of yourself. No oh. big injuries. I'm trying to look up uh, the point leaders. This is on ESPN. So, I mean, how accurate is that going to be? And I don't know how up to date it is. Like, obviously, if it's counting tonight. Okay. So it's saying Matthews has 75 points. I'm not sure if I'll he had 75 no. before tonight. See what you're Um So it says 75. Yeah, so that would be the most accurate. So 75 points. Connor McDavid leads the league at 81. So it's very attainable, especially if McDavid and Drysaddle and the Oilers continue playing. 75 like, is right. You know? <clears throat> okay, so that is up to date. Um, he leads right now with 43 goals. Drysaddle is the closest. And Kreider, they're tied at for second at 38 goals. So, I mean, he's a five-goal lead now. <laughs> like insert evil laugh Mwahaha. <laughs> i still can't oh, believe chris so Kreider. i know what the heck what what happened to this chris like Crider. where did he come from all of a sudden I know, right well it's like, really funny that when you're talking about top goal scorers in nhl none of them are canadian that's very interesting to hmm. me well i mean you could throw okay well let's i'm gonna hit that back with uh kale mccarr because holy shit he should be up for like the heart as well because i mean nah, he's phenomenal mvp He's so good. What a He's good so pick good. that was. And I, and I remember watching the draft that year. I was like, I don't know if I'd have wasted my pick on a college kid. No, no. Boy, was I Sack wrong again. Seen something in that kid. Yeah. yeah I'm telling you. Adam's a really big fan of him. So we're all, he's, I'm always hearing about Gail McCarr and seeing Gail McCarr highlights and stuff. Cause like I said, he, he's obsessed with them. To, to the shock but, of uh, everyone, Gail McCarr and Joe Sackett too knows more about hockey than I do. Go figure imagine yeah. you never know i mean another one that you could also say i mean we'll just go on and talk about um the defenseman now since we're talking about car but another one that we've been really enjoying of course is adam fox he yeah. has 48 points on the year as a defenseman like it's just madness 
right? Kale McCarr, 21 goals. He's played 40, 54 games. He has 21 goals, 44 assists. 44 assists. Like, that's crazy. 65 points as a defenseman. We were really robbed as a of kid. Olympic hockey this year, man. Like, I mean, not getting to oh, see I'm these guys play at the, at the Olympics. I'd have been hard pressed to like imagine a, a gold medal game between Canada and the U.S. Like, who the hell are you cheering for? Yeah. You know, like, well, I mean, like, I, don't get me wrong. I'll always cheer for Canada. That's not, that's not the case. But I mean, like, there's so many good young players who are coming out of the states right now yeah. um, that are making that are making this what should be a, a reborn rivalry. Uh, it would make it real interesting, real, real interesting. We're at a different stage in American hockey than we've ever been, and uh, and we were absolutely True. robbed of that this year, which is unfortunate because watching Matthews in in, in a gold medal game against McDavid uh, and Marner at that point as well, I, I mean that well, that's the stuff that 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 my dreams are made of. That I love I love the thought of that, right? But in Marner and JT would be playing against Matthews, like it's just kind yep. of crazy to think about hey so uh um, yeah we'll we get to see it next time well the world cup is 2024 right right true that can't so hopefully still that not will. close let's enough, hope but... it's not a thing in yeah. 2024 well, that's shouldn't, no, that's shouldn't the... be in about a week oh yeah. hopefully no that ends my conversation on the greatest leaf of all time i guess shout out to to glenn murn eh? uh glenn's favorite player if i'm not mistaken would have been uh davy keanry obsessed yeah. yeah he's obsessed and very very widely viewed as the greatest leaf of all time dave keon mm -hmm. so uh, when now, you're getting my favorite is slowly creeping up on your favorite daddy yeah so there you go and happy <laughs> birthday Glenn, too. Big he's talking about to my dad <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure i don't just call random men daddy <laughs> 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 i just wanted to make that aware <laughs> put that out there <laughs> Um, but yes, hey, his birthday was just the other day, so uh, that was a really good time, I must say. And I made a TikTok of it. It was it, it was so cute. My mom. Yeah, loved maybe it. I'll flash up his his original six photo. I love that picture. You guys did a great job. Yeah, he even want, yeah, it's it funny because cool. he actually been talking about that for a few years. And how it all started, and I got to do it, is Eddie Shearer has like a photo contest or something, like outdoor weather contest, and he was like, that'd be some good idea because he he's made a rink every year. Like, I mean, me and Todd growing up, we had one every year. And now since the kids are growing up, my niece and nephew, he's built them again. So anyway, two years ago, it just didn't come to fruition. COVID, same as last year. I think the weather also screwed it up another time. So this year being a 60th, we're like, well, I mean, let's do it. The rink was there. It was a beautiful day. And we had a couple jerseys because like we have a signed um, Michael Ryder jerseys that we had the Habs one. And dad had a Red Wings one because it's signed by um, cup winners that he won at like an auction. So it was just a couple that we needed. But anyhow, community rallied together and we got a, I was like, I am only wearing the Leafs jersey. I was disappointed. Like, I was I was really I, hoping uh, to end up in like no. one of those crappy, anyway. No, they didn't even ask me. They did, I never even had to say it. They were just like, no, you, you, like, that's why we needed to find the other two. And we were like, we have to get the kid sizes so it didn't look crazy on the two kids so that way Kylie can wear the leaf jersey and I was like thank you I didn't even have to ask um but yeah they they know me too well yeah absolutely. yeah that sounds nice no big yeah, show it was Glenn. cute happy birthday maybe I'll happy send birthday. it into Ron McLean <laughs> thanks I'll let him know guys thanks, thanks Glenn for raising anyway. your daughter correctly a lot of people can take notes <laughs> from Glenn we appreciate it um uh, but yeah no i think i think we're good guys you guys you guys happy yeah. with that you knocked us on the head 100 percent. yeah 
if we keep going, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to being miserable humans again if we keep going. So let's end yeah, on Glenn's kinda... birthday and uh, some good outdoor skating and great pictures. Like I said, I'll yeah. grab one of them, snap up there because it's, it's such a good photo. I, I loved them. So, all right. So, yeah, I guess, uh, guess we'll knock it on the head. So, first and foremost, big shout out to PHG Sports. Uh, so our sponsor to Whitby, Ontario. PHG has been with us now for two full seasons as a DSC podcast. Do you guys see I flashed up a, a Facebook memory on my Facebook today? It was a, just a, a photo I had up from our, our, uh, our oh, podcast. Oh, are you watching us? Yeah, I was kicking back my feet. Yes. I was watching, uh, watching the podcast on my yeah. TV. It was the Theo Flurry episode, and that was a year ago today. So uh, time flies. Wow. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, so we've met is. a lot of cool Holy people. Moly. And uh, that's a big thanks goes out to PHG for... Uh, Yes. for making this all possible so uh chad you know where they are right now they're in mississauga ontario they're down this dixie road until march 13th there you go so if you're nice. in mississauga that's uh yeah that's close enough to leafs country for you you don't get much closer than that from a costco warehouse perspective so swing by talk to the guys at phg uh buy your your friends something nice uh and of course <laughs> get a good chat going with the boys they're uh they're great to chat uh chat hockey with especially leafs hockey so um but other than that like i said if you're looking for more of our content we've got some great episodes uh up recently we did an episode not so long ago with uh tara sloan where we went into great detail about some hot topics around the league um our last episode of course was with mr paul Dvorsky, retired uh, nhl official who's now uh working in supervision uh with the nhl and of course reporting up the ladder to stevie walkham uh he's Full of great stories, but also shed some insight, which is what I found the most interesting about the accountability and how that goes with refs. So if you're pissed about tonight's outcome, you're curious as to how all that works, take a step back there at episode 15. Uh, but if you're looking for more of our content, you'll find it on www.facebook.com slash You can also follow us on Twitter at SellyDeek. We've got an Instagram page going. Uh, a lot of our memes and stuff are going up there. Um, so, uh, yeah there's uh that's that's kind of quasi new um and uh of course you can get us at www.deeksnipeselly.ca um got a new article coming out soon uh tim just released one a little while ago too falls in line with our uh with our uh paul Dvorsky episode um 30 years wearing the stripes and it's, uh, it's quite a quite a detailed article and interview that he did with a longtime official here in st john's so um great stories and, uh, and and a great article by tim but i'm told he's got another one coming and it's gonna be for you uh halifax mooseheads fans so that one will be coming in the next week or so so keep an eye cool. to deeksnipeselly.ca for everything me. everything dsc all right guys i got nothing else if you guys are happy i'm happy just knock it on the head good all right mm -hmm. all good so cheers